This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. 601 in the Southland, a live imaging Thursday on Shit Auto and Cap. It is time for What You Need to Know. Sitting in for producer Lindsay, it's producer Laura. Oh, do the read. Come on, Shidano. Come on, Shidano. What You Need to Know is being brought to you by Morongo Resort and Casino. Good times. Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, producer Laura. All right, guys. So I know that when you guys think of a wedding, we just talked about somebody getting married on December 9th, you guys think of McDonald's, right? Uh, you mean like uh, like catering? Mickey D's. Like yeah. catering for a wedding? That yeah. actually would be cool. Sounds awesome. All right. Well, here it is for you, Chris, because according to this New York Post, McDonald's has announced that they are going to start offering a $200 wedding plan for those who want to have McDonald's cater their wedding. Now, it's not available here in the United States, but they are trying it out in Indonesia. And Indonesia, I was like, huh? I don't know if I... I mean, listen, I'm not bougie. What do you get for 200 bucks? So... There's different kinds of packages, but you get a hundred uh, chicken nugget sandwiches, uh, chicken oh. sandwiches, sorry, okay. and then a hundred pack of four piece chicken McNuggets. I'll That's order it? that right now yeah, for tonight. Yeah, really. yeah. Let's have that. <laughs> Sounds really good. A hundred McChickens and four hundred uh, chicken McChickens. Mm-hmm. I was at a wedding one time, and uh, this guy, like you know, was wedding had gone on. Everybody had eaten. People were drinking. They were dancing, etc. It was getting later into the night. All of a sudden, oh. this guy had Uber Eats deliver 50 Big Macs. Really? And I was like, bro, that is right on so, time. I, I look, again, I like me some McDonald's. I had it the other day. You know, it comes in have? clutch. I, I had a Big Mac, but I only have like one patty and then the middle bun because I can't do all of it. How, do you have them make it like that? No, no, no. I just, I'm not extra. I just take it out. You, take you it do apart. it manually. You do yeah. it huh, your way, huh? Yeah. No, and that's uh That's Burger BK, King. though. Oh. BK, oh have it your way. I you have- rule. I have a story, a super side note. When I used to work at McDonald's when I was 17, I had a customer come in at 11.57 p.m. We closed at midnight. Right. And they were like customizing everything. And I go, bleep, this isn't BK. You can't have it your way. But I was trying to communicate to one of the kitchen staff because with the headset, you could do that. But it came out in the speaker. Oh, boy. And the lady, I thought I was going to get fired because I was like, I'm done. Like, I just cursed at a customer. She starts rolling laughing and she goes, you know what, honey? That's true. But I don't like BK. I like McDonald's. And I was like, oh, thank God I'm not fired. But anyways, so yeah, if you guys want McDonald's, it might be coming to the States to cater a wedding. And I'm not mad at it. It's not for me. I would prefer In-N-Out. But, you know, I would want the little In-N-Out cart. Well, the In-N-Out truck, I think you can actually get it. You could yeah, you for the wedding. For I like was looking it. for it for my wedding. But you can get it for anything. Yeah. I think it starts mm-hmm. at two grand. But, really? the, it's not but bad. the bad thing about it is that you just get burgers. You can't get fries or anything else. Just well, I'm sure if you, you can talk there. If you pay more, you can get fries. Probably, right? probably. Yeah. But it was out of my budget. Let's get a Flying Dutchman tonight. I've been dying to try <laughs> one of those. <laughs> what doesn't 
did he want tonight? I've been dying to What's try one of What's a Flying Dutchman? What's oh, it's so, so good. I'm, the Flying Dutchman. It's on a secret menu, I know. But Not so a secret. Just straight up Flying Dutchman is two meat patties mm-hmm. covered in cheese. And uh-huh. it essentially started for pets, I believe. Okay. Now, what I've been trying to get, and I screwed this up a couple weeks ago when we were talking about it on the air, our friend Grub with Greg, who's big on Instagram, he's a radio personality over at K-Earth, he, does, he did, or maybe he, tr- he found out from somebody else, but it was the Flying Dutchman with a whole onion, grilled whole onion, a grill on onion. top and on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. so you're using an onion that has the buns, right? right? I've right. seen this on Twitter. Somebody had yeah. a video of it's this. It's growing now. Yes. It's so- but I screwed it up that night because they just put, gr- I said grilled onions. I didn't so say whole onion. Yeah. So they put the diced grilled onions in there in the Boom. middle of it, which was still nice, but it wasn't the whole onion. So yeah. I tell people always, because my burger is always whole grilled onions. Really? Yes, always. I had, because it's I a lot love- of onions, though. Whole grilled onions. I love onions, and I used to do extra grilled onions. That's because you extra, girl. I know, a little bit. And one of the guys uh, that worked there was like, why don't you just do whole grilled onions? I'm like, that's a thing? And this was years ago. So that's how I do my burgers. So you did mess up. And now you can do protein style instead of lettuce in tomato. Yes. Oh, that's smart. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of a lot of tomato everywhere. Yeah, that oh, is smart. Somebody texted me and said, Flying Dutchman was created by a biker and not for dogs. Oh. Well, when I was told about it, it was about dogs, but I guess that makes more sense. Yeah. Well, no. dogs have puppy patty. That's what they call it. The, thing, the one for the dogs. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's, the, what's a puppy patty? It's just it's basically a patty. a patty with no salt. Yeah, That's kind of oh. like when you go to Starbucks and you get your dog a puppuccino. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just with My green. parents came to my house the other day with a puppuccino thing and the dogs. I was like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to just put whipped cream in the bowl? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just spray it on that little guy. <laughs> But yeah, so I thought that was cool. McDonald's catering. No, that should be a good drop. <laughs> All right, Georgie. I think we're done. All right. Sorry, guys. But yeah, that was uh, my what you need to know. McDonald's might be catering your next wedding. There you go. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. You had a puppuccino for your uh, your Frenchie with no teeth. Right, cutting? he's lost his teeth. I feel so bad because you know what? Like you ever see like a Halloween costume with like a Dracula teeth at the top? Mm-hmm. You know, like like I don't know what number of teeth they are, but like you know, eight and twelve. You know, and you got the like the fangs. My dog lost his front bottom teeth, so now he's got the upward facing fangs. It is so sad. It really is. And I think I received from the Circle of Trust a doggy dentist who can do faux doggy toofuses, which I think I'm going to do. What? Yeah. What yeah. The... Fake doggy teeth. But you're not feeling that, George? No, I'm feeling it. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Yeah, right. You know, if it makes him feel good, then do it. I mean, I don't want my dog to have low self-esteem. All of a sudden, he's like, I don't want to smile for pictures. You know, I got these two fangs. Lost all my teeth. He's cute, though, so I don't think you need to do all that extra work. All right. By the way, have you heard about this TikTok thing going on involving cottage cheese and mustard? No, what's the deal? I have a friend uh, on Instagram. I mean, mm-hmm. she's a friend, but I, on her Instagram, she's been posting a lot her of TikToks. Con- she's been posting I, I don't TikToks know if she's on, on TikTok. She actually owns the donut bar out in Riverside. Actually, I think they call it Urban Drip now with like exotic donuts and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And she's been doing this challenge where they mix cottage cheese and mustard. Mm-hmm. And that sounds horrific. But apparently like she says it's amazing. You dip like chicken in it mm. or vegetables. Mm. Cottage cheese and mustard. I don't do I don't do cottage mm. cheese. Oh, I love cottage cheese. I do you not say, do cottage wait a minute, wait a minute. You you made the sound, Sedano. Yeah. Like that sounds good. Uh no. I like mmm, oh. like mmm. That like, sounds horrific, doesn't it? I don't it? do cottage yeah. cheese. Cottage cheese to me is gonna sit on my ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? What's what? wrong with you? No, like I feel like it's going to give me like cellulite on my ass. Like that's what I think cottage cheese does. It's I think good it's for stored you. Stored in your ass. Cottage cheese is good for you, but I don't know. It is. 
Get on the Twitters in the circle of trust. If you know about the cottage cheese, mustard, straight up yellow mustard challenge, you mix it together. Hey, have you figured out yet if we're going to be able to do this whole uh, circle of trust on threads? Did you I don't know. I, I didn't. Okay. Just, I no, you can't. That. There's no community. Okay. Well, have we have, but, but they but might you, start it. But you worked on that. All right, Georgie, I am going to ask you to educate me and everybody else here this afternoon because you're usually good at dropping some little nuggets. I'm going to listen very carefully to what you say because I think you know something and I don't think you're telling me what you know. So what's the latest on this Dame deal? Well, the latest is his agent has told people that he's told other teams, if you trade for him, he's either not going to report or you're going to have a really big problem on your hands because he's not going to want to be there. And, you know, do you want a player that's got $216 million left on his contract that doesn't want to be there? And usually, much like the Anthony Davis thing, remember we went through this not that long ago here, <laughs> where Anthony Davis, there were other teams that were trying to sneak in on the Lakers and... And what Rich Paul did the same thing as Aaron Goodwin did. That's what you. That's what makes a good agent in these scenarios. He told teams at that time, "Don't trade for AD. He's not gonna. He's not gonna want to be there. And you're gonna be trading assets for nothing." And Aaron Goodwin is doing the exact same thing. Aaron Goodwin's been around a really, really, really long time. Like he goes way back. Like he was Gary Payton's agent, the glove, our friend Cappy. You know uh, so, what I'm saying? So he's been around for a long time, and. Um, Aaron Fentress, who covers the Blazers for the Oregonian, mm-hmm. um, had this tweet a couple hours ago that he actually spoke to Damian Lillard's agent, Aaron Goodwin, mm-hmm. and said, quote, I had positive convers- a positive conversation with Joe Cronin, the Blazers GM. Mm-hmm. I made it clear that Damian would want them to uh, want them to sit down and have a meaningful negotiation with Miami. And I think that's something Joe and the Blazers will do. All right. Now, er- er- earlier today, yeah. Woj had said something to the effect of, that they've been canvassed, that the Blazers have been trying to canvass the league, right? We've heard that for five, six days, right? That they're canvassing the league. They don't want to take Miami's offer, blah, blah, blah. And then today, Woj said, well, they've been canvassing the league and, you know, they, um, they haven't found the offer that they want, mm-hmm. right? That at the moment, Miami's offer may be the best offer, even though it is not Miami's best potential offer. So he's literally telling you that no one is offering them anything more than what Miami's offering them. So the Blazers are going to be stuck making a deal. Now, look, much like Rob Palinka did, I'm sure Pat Riley will find a third team to get them an extra pick or two that they want, and they'll get this deal done. And it just may take a minute, just like the Anthony Davis deal. Now, that one, remember, that one started at the trade deadline one season. Magic flew to the team in Philadelphia and, like, told those young guys, like, man up, basically, because it didn't happen. And... Then eventually it happened, and it even took a while during that summer, if you may recall. So these things are going to take a while, but Damian Lillard, based on the history of the league, is going to end up where he wants to end up because his agent is a good agent. Is that really why? I mean, pretty much, yeah. I mean, isn't it, isn't it really because he's pretty much told everybody, I want to play for Miami. If you trade for me, I won't show up. So really, in the end, I think you just said it kind of the best, which was, He's going to get what he wants. That's correct. All. Yeah. Yes. That's all. And, and and listen, I'm not saying his agent's great or his agent's terrible. I have no idea if he's great. No, but that's what a good agent does. It's what Rich Paul did for Anthony Davis. It's what um, KD's agent, whose name is Rich Kleiman, did for KD uh, when he wanted out of Brooklyn to go to Phoenix. Like, and he had four years left on his deal too, just like Dame does. So it, you know, it, this stuff. I mean, outside of James Harden, this stuff doesn't happen all that often. 
Um, it happens maybe once every couple of years, you know, and more recently, I guess. But in historically, it's really not all that often, except for James Harden, who's tried to do it three times in 36 months. When you say it's um, not that often, you mean like a monster superstar with a giant right. contract doesn't get moved? Right. Correct. Yeah. Not like it doesn't happen every day. You know what I'm saying? Like so. But the history of the league will tell you that it will get done because usually if you're that kind of superstar, um, you've got some clout. You've got some leverage in, in this negotiation. And everybody seems to think they don't. Um, but it also the leverage is also created by having a good agent who has contacts and connections with other teams and says, guys, you don't want to do this. Trust me when I tell you. I've worked with you for a long time with a lot of other clients. You don't want to do this because it's going to you're going to end up hurting your own franchise when he doesn't want to be there and you're going to have traded real assets for it. I think what Mark, I think what Mark Spears said on the show yesterday brilliantly and in a very entertaining way. I thought what Mark Spears said yesterday was they have to think that's Portland about the long-term impact in the relationship with this player because he's going to be your best player. He's going to be back in town. He's going to have his jersey retired. Oh, he's he building a new house there right. to be there in the offseason. I mean, yes. the, the, they should treat... And, and I made the comparison yesterday, and Spears seemed to like it. Portland should do the solid for Dame the way the Lions did the solid for Stafford and got him to a contender in the Rams. He'd been there 11 years. He'd given up his body. He'd given them everything he could organizationally they couldn't get it together give one of your all-time greats a chance to go play and win somewhere else that's what the lions did for stafford that's what portland should be doing for dame yeah i think ultimately that's where we'll be so but this is kind it's of just a gonna deal. take a minute. it's just miami that's it it's not anywhere else it's just miami i mean he's he's had his like again like there's enough people telling you that it's just miami you, you know what i mean like it, it it's gonna be that like that's what he wants so that's what he's going to get. I Just like say, Anthony Davis wanted the Lakers, and that's what he got. What a great time, if you're Dame, to want to go to a city like Miami where Messi's about to show up. They got this super cool F1 series. It's a Super Bowl city. Dolphins seem to be a team on the rise. Uh, the Panthers were just in, in the postseason and in the Stanley Cup Finals. All I'm saying is the Heat were just in the NBA Finals. Like, What a time to be going into that market and becoming a superstar among superstars. Well, and if you're him... You know, this notion, and here's the thing, like, <laughs> I always love, like, the 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 stuff that, like, some of the pundits write about, like, just, well, you know, they can't just take that deal. Well, they can either keep him there against his wishes, right? <laughs> or, you know, that's one scenario, right? And that's not going to be good for anybody. And then, or you can... Trade him to a place he doesn't want to be, which is even worse, in my opinion. Or take the best possible deal, which in this league, there's a history. Again, Palinka did it. He threw in extra picks and pick swaps and stuff like that. And Miami will do the same, just like uh, Phoenix did for Brooklyn. And that's just the history of this sport for these kinds of stars. And it's going to continue to be the case. So it just is what it is. And everybody, like... Who I mean, I remember people getting all up in arms about Anthony Davis. And it's just like, I don't understand what people that cover the league don't get about the league they cover. Like, do you not follow the league? Like, because this is how this happens. It happens with KD. It happened with Anthony Davis. It it's going to happen with Damian Lillard. It's happened with a bunch of guys before them, too. So, like, I don't understand the belly aching about it when it just continually happens. You hear, we hear what my man Sedano is saying. He don't get the belly aching. 
Well, because I, it just brought me back to a place when Anthony Davis was in this scenario, and everybody was like, oh, the Lakers, I can't believe they're going to get Anthony Davis. Oh, they're not giving up really anything. And it's just like, it's the same thing all over again for Damian Lillard. And it's just like, oh, God, enough, man. Like, just stop. Like, just understand the league you cover, you know? I do know. I do know. All right. Laura's giving me the evil eye. Yeah, we got to go. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Little after 6.15, actually more like 6.20 on a Thursday afternoon, a live imaging Thursday with Shit Out of Cap. And you know what we do around 6.15 or 6.20 every weekday afternoon. It is time for the producer Laura rejoin of the day. Laura, hit it! So I butchered this uh, rejoin a few no, days ago. No, <laughs> no, but um, I'm actually playing "Peso Pluma La Bebe" remix because I was just informed I need a walk-up song for next Friday, and I'm oh like, yeah, I don't know what it's gonna be. So I actually just tweeted it out. I need some help. I put four songs out. This is one of them. Mm-hmm. So if you guys go follow me at u n e e q underscore on Twitter, uh, you guys can help me pick my walk-up song because I need it. Of course, next Friday night. Eight days away, All-Star Friday night at the West Covina Sportsplex. Thanks to our friends Rotolo Chevrolet, Capozio Buick GMC. Going to be a party, party, oh, party. Starts at 10 a.m. The game, the actual All-Star Friday night, will get underway a little after, probably around 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We've got the Wiffle Ball Bash. We'll be broadcasting live all day long. It's going to be our epic event of the summer, so you don't want to miss it. Plus, afterwards, the after party, which I know people are asking. Yep. They are. Where's the after party going to be, Jack? The Sunset Room. Oh, yeah. Just like we did last year up in mm-hmm. Hacienda Heights. Producer Jorge's cousin uh, throws down for us. I don't think it's going to be like last year. Last year, it was kind of like one of those secret deals. Like, hey, where are we going? What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? This year, it's going to be crazy. (laughs) This year, it'll be nuts. To to Cappy's point. Which part? Oh, I thought you were going a different direction. No, no, no. no. I mean, last year, it was was quiet because there were only a few of us there. There was Clinton Yates. There was... was, uh, Beto Duran, the there was Crypto Ray. There was. Was Julian there, the concierge? Oh, Julian. Yeah. Do you see my baseball outfit? Right. I wore stirrups and everything. <laughs> Jesus. But I'm telling you, there were not that many people there last year. Well, it was hush-hush. Last I've year. got Big League Chew. This year. <laughs> I've got pine tar. <laughs> I like Big League Chew. Yeah. I so felt yeah. like uh, Clinton posted something recently in the Circle of Trust, and the consigliere responded in the Circle of really? Trust. Really? Oh, he is in the Circle. I thought yeah. he was in hiding. Yeah, no, no, he's in there. Mm-hmm. George, will you practice before next Friday night? Um, I mean, practice? I mean, will I you know. get any swings in? Will you take some hacks maybe, in a cage? Maybe. May, uh, Not I mean, to be confused with hacksaw. Right. 
I mean, maybe. Okay. How about like, will you get out and have a catch with somebody? Like loosen up the gun? Well, I, I, you know, I, I usually take Mateo out a couple times a week. So, I mean, I, I throw grounders to him and I, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm on a baseball field at least a couple times a week. Loosen okay. up the gun. Right. I don't really need to loose. And I, I throw him fly balls. I let, oh, he doesn't okay. catch them. He, I tell him to let him bounce and then he grabs it and then throws it. But, um, but yeah, so I throw the ball all right. fairly regularly all, all right. the time. I don't need you to get, you know, have Tommy John surgery and be out for a few weeks. You know what no, I mean? No, I'll be fine in okay. regards to that. All I right. just think that we, um. You know, I probably need to take a few swings. Yeah, I haven't so done do that I. in a minute. So. I haven't I haven't done it since last year. And those three or four swings that I took last year, those are the first three or four swings I had taken in about the previous ten or fifteen years. So right. I, I gotta get to a batting cage this weekend. Or I need I need somebody to come pitch to me. Mm. You know, okay. Who got a bucket of balls? <laughs> well, just go to a batting cage. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna be you looking should. for him. I'm, I'm yeah. looking. I'm looking for a batting cage. Let's go, Cap. I know a few. You do? Yeah. Do you really? All right. Yeah, there's one. If I'm not mistaken, off the ten, and I believe Montclair and Boomers, and there's one in West Covina. Oh yeah, Boomers. I know Boomers. Yeah, yeah. Boomers. Yeah. Pretty good. There That's you go. Right. That's a pretty good spot. All right. There you go, Cappy Cap. So um, I'm I'm gonna try something, and tell me if you guys think this will work. Um, mm. And I've already done it. So I downloaded this this new uh, app, Threads. Which is as if, you know, look, if Twitter and Instagram had a love child, that would be threads. Mm -hmm. It has like the heart like Instagram, but it has the repost like Twitter. Um, and and it, it just really, really feels like they, if you're Facebook, you're like, hey, look, they've got Twitter, we've got Instagram. What would happen if we put them together? Boom, it's called threads. And I actually think it has, I think it has a better user experience in the one day that I've been playing with it. So here's what I did, George. I moved Twitter on the second page of my social media square on my phone, and I put threads on the front page. And what I'm going to experiment with is if I see threads, I'm more inclined to use that rather than Twitter. I'm trying to get off Twitter. I'm trying to use this period of time where there is a true competitive product to get off of Twitter. Can it be done? What do you say? Um... I mean, I guess I don't, I don't know. Like, I just I don't need another social media. You know what I mean? Like, I, I agree. It, I agree. Like, but, but I, I unless it's something that's so unique, like the experience is different, the layout is different. This is basically just the Twitter. I mean, the Instagram comments. Like, it's what it is. Well, like, okay. it doesn't even look all that interesting. Well, okay, but you see, the thing is, is you just said it. Do I need to add another social media platform? Answer: No. Could I replace one with a new one? For example, the other day we all downloaded an, uh, an app called Spill. Okay? Spill. Do you know that I went on Spill and I said, hey, I'm new. What's up? And the first person commented, you're not welcome here. I said, what, what do you mean I'm not welcome well, here? Well, it's a minority-based app. You're not a minority. Well, yeah. so this this girl, I mean, this is her, what she, who she is on, on this, the app. She told me, you're not black. I said, well, what does that mean? I'm like, the well, whole... It, it, it was originally started by... Yeah, it originally started as a black app. And there are more minorities, and there's big... Uh, they're big proponents of the LGBTQ community. Yeah, so... So wait, so so wait. I signed up for the app. It took me through the whole process. No hate. Let's all get along. Let's be nice to each other. Let's have interesting conversations. So you sh why didn't you report her? Uh, and the first... Well, I said to her, I go, hey, girl. I go, do you own this app or something? You're kicking me out of here? She's like, that's right. I own the app, and your kind aren't welcome here. That's what she told me. That wasn't very nice. Uh, I would agree. It's also so, very nice. So guess what? Nice. Spill so what? gets deleted. 
Okay. Remove well, app. Okay. Delete. Right, because, you know, uh, I'm sure Threads is going to be really easy to, to navigate to, and, uh, and there'll be so many nice people there. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's going to be lovely. I'm sure it's going to not be a cesspool of hate and anger. And a bunch of bots. Yeah, that too. Yeah. So, But here's what I've tried to do. I've put Threads on the front page of my yeah. social, and then I've got the second page, and Twitter's on the second page. So I don't see Twitter every day. Maybe I'll stop using it. Maybe. But if there's no circle of trust on threads... There are no communities, no. Well, then that's not going to be good for me. Yeah. This is weird. Which part? I, I just posted something on threads because, you know, I was telling the fun and games department that I was going to put out this poll. They're like, oh, put it on threads. It's like a... Yeah, I don't like it. Don't like threads? No, no, no. I don't like it. It's okay. weird. All right. To me, it just looks a lot like Twitter and Instagram had sex. That's all. Ugly child, though. <sighs> Oh my God! I'm a oh, there's a Christopher. A yeah. Morales. Well, you just gutless. Which part? You know, you just don't bring it like you need to. Sometimes I don't. It's afternoon drive in Los Angeles, Jack. Uh huh. The sun is still shining. Yeah. Because it's the summer of 710. Right. People are driving in daylight. Right. And they're all thinking to themselves, "I've been hearing about this Threads. 50 million people downloaded this thing, as did I. And I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to use it or I'm not going to use it. And a lot of people are just like George. I don't want to add another social media platform. But some people are like me. I want to get off Twitter. Maybe this is an alternative. That's bringing it. And you I mean, know listen, what? I, I don't like Twitter either all that much, but. I just don't see threads being the place where it happens. Now, maybe it does. You know what I mean? But by the way, if you go to your Instagram profile page, right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. underneath your name, okay. it now has like a little at sign mm -hmm. and yes. it'll tell you like I'm the 31st, 541,961st person to download. So I'm basically Five, one of 31 point, 31.5 million people downloaded it before me. I am 2,720,000. No, no, I'm 27 million. So you downloaded it after me. I downloaded it last night at the Sparks oh, game. I did not. So you guys are all late because I've been there. Yeah, where you been? No, what, I mean, what's that, your that number? number? Yeah. What number are you at? Uh, I don't yeah, even what know. What number are you at, Jack? I don't know. I'm at 27,263,690. George, oh. how about you? I'm not on it. He's not oh, you didn't, oh, see? You, you, I think you, I'm six mil. Wait, you didn't get on? You were early. No, I'm not interested. Oh. oh, I thought the way you talked about it, like you didn't like it. It was no good. No, I've already seen the screen grabs. I see what it looks like. Cappy didn't look at the screen grabs. No, I just downloaded it. Can you imagine, mm. though, if Sedano has to download it for work purposes and he's like mm. the 400th million person? Oh, wow. Who cares? Late to the party. You, you're going to keep... Aren't you just basically just... You're just basically getting your Instagram followers on a different platform that happens to share it with Instagram. I mean, That is right. true. I had that I mean, fight with the funny games department earlier and they got mad at me. I mean, dude, God, this morning I posted, I posted a picture on Instagram on Threads and on Twitter. I'm like, what am I doing? Same picture on three different platforms. That's right. Lot. Everybody's going to see it somewhere. So yeah. it's okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, listen, if, if Threads becomes a thing, then, you know, I'll get on it. I mean, it's not like I already don't. I, I already have a handle, obviously, because I have an Instagram handle. So it doesn't matter. So, Cappy, when Rachel yells at you to post a picture of you and her mm -hmm. to prove your love for her, mm -hmm. are you going to have to post it on Threads, too? Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to ask her if she's down with Threads. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
630 in the South Atlanta Live Imaging Thursday with Shinato and Cap. Shinato yep. getting ready moments away from hopping on that plane at LAX. Delta. Do they sell Delta Song? No, that was years ago. Anyway. No, that was many years I ago. Know. But Delta Song was cool. Yeah. And he's going to fly to cover Summer League for ESPN. The network, he's going to be doing shows from uh, for us, of course, over from Vegas next week. But right now, it is time for Big Deal or No Deal. Who's doing it? Me. Me. Take it away, producer Funches. All right, guys, before we get into real stuff, we are eight days away from our All-Star Friday night event in West Covina. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a hit last year, and I I feel that, you know, it was really t- terrible. Why, Funchy? What happened? And I haven't practiced. Good, couldn't get good wood I'm, on the ball? Uh, no, I have not. <laughs> Bam! Bam. But I have not practiced one bit yet. Is this a big deal or no deal that I have not practiced since last year? Um, if you haven't gotten a hit, I would say it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I, agree. I mean, did you come you close? Did you come I close? Got, I got contact, and I believe Kurt Sandoval caught a fly ball from me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, if you had a fit in the air, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I made, I made oh, contact okay. one time, yes. No, but, but it was. But but a lot of people look at you, Funchy, and they see a guy who's six foot one, yeah. 175 pounds, yeah. lean, mean, you know, looking good, mm-hmm. officer kind of material. Thank you. Likes and it they, warm. And they like <laughs> you, and they go, that tropical brother's a baller. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? And then you show up last year, yeah. and you were the, the probably the worst player on the field, right. I would say. Can't can't have that again from yeah. you. I, I, I will try my hardest to get into a cage or get to a field and, you know, throw around the ball or whatever. Yeah. Um, take, some, take some hacks, dude. I will. I will. I will. Uh, Cappy's got pine tar if you need it. What team are you on? I'm on Seawood scene. Okay, good. Then you better. Shouldn't get you in there. know yeah. this? I should. I it's also right yeah. behind Chris. Okay. Just yeah, it's right there. We're right <laughs> I was about to say, we're all. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're on the same team, aren't we? Yeah, yes, we all there. are. You guys are right, on the hey, same team. Hey, hey, we got a good you team. We got to practice. All right, cool. All right. Because let me tell you something right now. If you don't put in any practice at all, it tells me as your teammate that you're not as interested in giving the kind of effort that I'm interested no, in giving, I, and therefore you're going to be the weak link? Come on. I don't want to look bad. That's why. Right. I don't want to look bad in front of the crowd and in front of you guys, especially you guys. So I will practice. There all you right. go. All right, guys. You'll um, be fine, Funchy. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, we talked about uh, Bronny's adventures earlier. Let's talk about Bryce, as it's been reported that half the league will be at the Peach Jam tournament to scout him already at the age of 16. Is this a big deal, no deal, George? Hmm. Yeah, I think so because he's like, he's bigger in stature physically than Bronny was at that age. And he's actually closer to LeBron more at that age, it feels like, if anything. Um, and people talk about his skill set being more advanced than Bronny's was at that age, too. So, yeah, I think it's a big deal. Well, I mean, look, if you're an NBA scout, then you are at Peach Jam. I mean, that's where you're going to watch the next generation of all these up-and-coming star players. Guys who, as an NBA scout, you're looking at a kid who's 16 or 17 years old who's a junior or senior in high school, and there are plenty of these kids that are projected as potential one-and-done kinds of talents. So while you've got a guy like John Calipari who's at a peach jam because he's trying to recruit the best players, um, you've got all the NBA scouts there also. So you know it kind of makes it seem like they just showed up just to see LeBron's kid. But in actuality, all these NBA scouts go to this particular event because that's where all the best players are. All the best up-and-coming players who are all going to you know, be college players and then potentially. Now, all the pros. talk is LeBron trying to play with Bronny, but will we ever see LeBron try to play with Bryce? No, come on, man. Come on. I mean, How old is Bryce again? He's uh, 16. 
That's three yeah, years, three or three to four years from now. Three, call that's, it three. That's manageable yeah. for LeBron. No, I don't. I don't think so, dude. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> LeBron's gonna be forty-four playing with Bryce. I don't. Hey, I don't Tom Brady that. can do it. I mean, it's different sport, man. Yeah. Bri- Tom Brady doesn't get touched the same way quarterbacks were getting touched ten years or fifteen years before him. Even b- by the way, when he was younger in the league, he's not getting touched like that. Hey, this big event, this big basketball event, is in Canada, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, but it's, I, I just also saw right now the NBA TV is also like doing coverage of it oh, too. Dude, it's, it's like one of the biggest events. Like I said, for college recruiting, for for these kids to be showcased, for college coaches to meet up with these kids, and for NBA scouts to be looking into the future. Well agreed. All right, guys. Uh, George, for- you impressed that I know about this event? Come on, man. Like, this I mean, you did a great job googling. Copy. I'm happy with it. No, I, I didn't Google at all. I, I'm serious. Like, I'm non googling. I'm, I'm literally sitting here. It's just I happen to have this kid who is a longtime intern of mine and his area of expertise. He's a niche kid. He's a basketball recruiting expert. Get out of here. He wow. follows these kids from the time they're in like like 13 years old and he follows them all the way. And he's like he's like one of the foremost experts in this kind of stuff. That's how I know wow. about this. Yeah. Jeez, that's crazy, man. All right, guys. Well, former Bengals running back Corey Dillon is flipping mad about the franchise's Ring of Honor selection process. Uh, the Bengals' okay, all-time leading rusher, who once famously said he flipped burgers during a contract dispute with the club, took shots on how the team honors his former players. Dillon hates how their process features votes from seeking, uh, season ticket holders and suite holders. He said it was garbage and the selection should be done differently, directly by the front office or a special committee. This is football. You're going to have to put in some Somebody who is more popular, who is more popular than someone who got stats. Dylan said, "So v- fans voting and uh, people that have suites voting on our team's ring of honor is this a big deal or no deal?" Cappy, I'm going to say no deal. I-, I think you know, as an organization, what you're trying to say to the people who spend the most money with you is, who do you think deserves this? And and you know, if you just left it up to the front office, how does Corey Dillon know that they're going to all say he he belongs? I mean, is it just based on stats or is it based on what they did as a winner with an organization? I don't even remember. Like, I remember Corey Dillon as a player. Yeah. I remember him being a really good running back. I don't remember the Bengals. Was that like when they were pretty good for a few years under I, Marvin Lewis? Or the Carson Palmer years? I, I don't remember either. Yeah. So, I mean, if I'm a season ticket holder, I, I think if you're the organization, you're asking the people that spend the most money for you what their opinions are. I don't think it's a terrible idea. That Carson Palmer year, they were a Super Bowl team. Yeah, I think it's an absolute terrible idea. That there's the Ring of Honor should be decided by like people who actually played the game, or at the very least, people that you trust in the community that covered the game. Well, that's that's exactly right. They trust the people that spend the money with them. (laughs) Right, but that's not that's that's not the most real. I mean, come on. Yeah, you know the Bengals always get a bad rap for being like a cheap organization. I mean, because they have been. Yeah, but you want to hear an interesting story? A buddy of mine who was once a coach on their staff told me that at Christmas, every assistant coach received a $10,000 bonus. Woo. And I said, geez, man. I said, I always think of the Bengals as being one of the cheapest organizations in football. He said, I swear to you, not the Packers, not the Buccaneers, not all these other organizations that I've worked with. No one's ever given us a bonus anywhere near like that. And it was the lowly Cincinnati Bengals. There you have it. You learn something every day, Cappy. How about that?
All right, guys. Uh, one more. Um, I'm gonna have Morales come in here and just and with us on this one too. The rock band the Eagles, who have been together in one shape or form for over 50 years, has just announced their very, very last tour. Mm-hmm. Will start later this year, and I guess the band has insisted it will be their very last time that they'll perform together. Yeah. Uh, with this day and age of bands saying that they won't play or tour with each other anymore, only to do like a t- another tour a year later or whatever, you know, like the Who or Motley Crue, is this Eagles tour? a big deal no deal i'll start with cappy i mean i guess i'm going to say it's a big deal if they're saying it's their their farewell tour but remember you know the eagles are not the eagles anymore you know glenn fry died and vince gill now sings for glenn fry i didn't know that no and deacon fry his son i believe so yeah his son his son is also in the band yeah right so the Eagles aren't really the Eagles anymore. I mean, you yeah, see, but Don, Don Henley, Henley and Joe Walsh are performing but, on this but, final tour. But that being said, I don't know how old those two guys are now, Don Henley and Joe yeah. Walsh, but I got to think they're probably pushing close to 80, believe it or not. I was going to say 70. Uh, I'll look it up. Probably mid-70s to 80, yeah. Yeah. I'll look it up. Big deal, no deal, Morales? Big deal because everyone's going to go and everybody's got great memories go. of the Eagles. And again, yep. there were many years where Joe Walsh you know, wasn't part of the group, right? Isn't that it? And Don Henley wasn't part of the group. So then for them to come together and perform, come on. Joe Walsh, 75 years old. Don Henley, 75 years old. So now, yeah. I would definitely go if Don Henley would throw down some of his solo stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Like the end of The Innocence. Right. Yeah. In a this New York Minute. But not, But Glenn Fry not singing, uh, what was the big Glenn innocence. Fry solo song? Uh, well, the heat is on, yeah. but also the you one. You belong uh, to, the, to yeah. the city. You belong to the city, Jack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sedano, you in? Big deal, no deal. Yeah, it's still a big deal. They're still an iconic band, even though it's not Glenn Fry anymore. But I, I think people will go. Yes. Yeah, I know. Even like Dead and Company says that this is where it all comes to an end this summer. You know, really, they, they're doing that too again. Yeah, they, they've extended. You know, the Grateful Dead. Once Jerry Garcia died, and you know, John Mayer took over. The people were like John Mayer, really. But it's been a monster hit for all these years. Even Dave Matthews sitting in on occasion. So, so wait a minute, they're the Grateful Dead still, right? No, they're called Dead and Company now. But they're the Grateful company, Dead. Yeah. But Bob Weir is is like the main. <laughs> why guy. Call, yeah. Why don't you just call himself the Grateful Dead then? Because they probably it, can't license it. Well, mm. I, I think it's also more like you know trying to introduce the Grateful Dead to a new. A new generation, so they've got a different name, you know? Yeah, I get it. Anyway. Yeah. All right. That is big deal or no deal. You have one more fun cheer or are you done? We're done. You know, oh, Hotel okay. California is kind of like when you stay with Rachel and Cappy during the summer. You can check out, but you can never leave. That's <laughs> right. That's exactly right. You, you didn't think that. that was funny, Sedano? <laughs> I, I giggled. I did laugh at that. I y- y'all not feeling me, huh? Yeah. 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 We are perk. Yes. Um, all right. Dealer's Choice is up next, Cappy. Do you have a good one? I do, as a matter of fact. This one is going to be less personal and more pop culture Okay, sounds good. We'll hear it next. We reverse the funk and the noise. Quarter before 7 p.m. in the Southland. Live uh, imaging Thursday. Shit out of a cap. So today is uh, uh, Thirsty Thursday. We mentioned that. National Hand Roll Day. We mentioned that earlier. The Katsuya Nori, those guys with the best hand rolls. Also, happy birthday. Sylvester Stallone is 77. Paul Gasol. 43 years old. How about that? And on this day, back in 1994, Forrest Gump. (laughs) Thank you. On this day in 1994, Forrest Gump was released in theaters. You said Stallone 77? 77. Wow. Um, Have you guys seen his new reality show? No. 
It's yeah. a reality, reality oh, show with his family? daughters. Yeah. Yes, I haven't seen it, but um, he was prominently featured in the third episode of Arnold, the three-part series on Netflix. I haven't I watched part three yet. Oh my god, it's amazing. Um, actually, it was part two. Then rather, it was the leading man thing. How the two of them had this rivalry yes. about being leading men. Since watching that Arnold three-part series, George, I have since signed up for the Arnold Schwarzenegger daily email newsletter. Oh, Jesus. No, it's awesome, dude. It's freaking awesome. He gives you, like, uh, nutritional advice. He gives you workout advice. He gives you um, positive, like, thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm telling you, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I just... Arnold, I know you're listening, my brother. I appreciate you. I love you. And I want to interview you. Go, Chargers, go. I must say... While we all doubted you, the Arnold, I have two episodes in, is quite enjoyable it's on great. Netflix. I know, it's great. Really? Oh, yeah, it's it awesome. really is. And I got to tell you guys, go Chargers, go. <laughs> Everybody I know has loved it except you guys. Everybody, I don't know. And I think you guys all don't like it because you think that because you like he it. produced it. No, that's <laughs> not true. I, no, it's, not it's true. because I don't care for the, by the way, if the if this Jerry Jones one is produced by him, I'm not going to watch that one either. Well, that's what I'm saying. You have kind of a preconceived thought of, because this it's is, not going to be honest all the time. Yeah, but you guys liked the Lakers Hulu documentary. Right, but what's wrong with... Hey, I did not, actually. Okay. I, barely, I, I watched I it, like, and I was... Again, everybody was killing me for it because I kept saying I didn't learn anything from it. But I think that, like, if you're Arnold, if you're somebody who's a big enough star like Arnold Schwarzenegger who has lived essentially three separate lives, and you would like to present your story from is your perspective... Is this your dealer's choice, by the way? No, no. Oh. Uh, but if you wanted to present your story from your perspective... Like, to me, I'm like, okay, Arnold, tell me your story from your perspective. You guys all have kind of like a preconceived built-in thing of it's not honest because it's him producing it, so I don't want to watch it. Everybody right. else I know seems to have loved it. Okay, that's cool, Cappy. I'm glad everyone you know loves it. Right. I don't Mason was talking it. about it today. He I don't care for that kind of con con you know, content. Like, oh, I, I, want, content. I want content that's... Like raw and how'd real. You like, uh, how'd you like Michael Jordan's Last Dance? Did you like that? I, I be honest with you, he gave you uh, for consider. Well, first of all, it was the pandemic. We had literally nothing else to mm -hmm. watch. Okay, so let's start with that part of the equation. Secondly, I even watched it back a second time to see, like, did it was it really that good, or was it just because nothing else was on? It was really that good because Michael gave you the real crap, and he let everyone say what they wanted to say. Like there was no hiding from stuff. I thought Arnold did the same thing. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I mean, did you see the Derek Jeter one? No, it was not that it. good. No, I haven't seen it. The Derek Jeter one, the first episode of the Derek Jeter one was excellent mm -hmm. because it talks about his upbringing, his parents in a mixed marriage, and all the stuff that they dealt with and cha the challenges they dealt with, particularly in that time in this mm -hmm. country, okay? Mm -hmm. And that, to me, I I'd never heard Derek Jeter or his family talk about that, right? I mean, I knew it. It was, you know, obviously, right? But, like, I didn't know the depths of it. And then after that, it was basically, you know, the Derek Jeter highlight film Does for the he, next nine episodes. Did he produce it, Derek Jeter? Correct. Oh, I don't see. I don't like it when guys produce their own stuff. It's not honest. Yeah. I mean, that's just the here's what I would say, it. though. Like if Derek Jeter, if somebody said you can have Derek, dinner with Derek Jeter, I'd be mm -hmm. like, nah, I'm good. But if you right. said, could I have dinner? Obviously, with Michael, I would love that. But how about Arnold? Of course. Of course, Arnold. Arnold for me. You tell me Jeter or Arnold, it's Arnold all day. But if you told me Sonata or Cap. I, I, we know where you're going with that one. But yeah, I think you've led a more dynamic life of debauchery and failure and poor decisions. Oh, yeah? I think so. Yeah, Compared to Sedano? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Sedano yeah, Cappy, is like squeaky clean. Chris just comes to me when he needs someone to... By the way, Crypto Ray actually just posted a picture of him and Arnold. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I've, Arnold has moved on to my list of people I better meet before they die. Did Crypto Ray spot him back in the day? No. I guess. He was somewhere. It looks like he was uh, at like, work. Uh, 
at yeah, work. work. He used to work, I think, at Walmart. Yes, Walmart. he was a yeah. manager. Yeah. Actually, Target. No, it was Walmart. It looks like it's Walmart. Arnold Schwarzenegger worked at Walmart? No, no. Crypto Ray. <laughs> crypto Ray. <laughs> oh, God. Right, what yeah, is crypto, your dealer's crypto choice? Crypto was a Target manager for a oh, long time. Gabby, Did you know Gabby, that? Gabby. Hey, so before the show today, me and Funchy are sitting in the back and we're, we're kind of rapping like bros do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a story about this. Um, do you guys know who Kiki Palmer is? Yes, of course I know who You guys is. know who that is? Oh, yeah. Okay. George, do you know Gorgeous. who that is? Uh, I've heard the name. I don't know who they are. Who is she? Because like I've seen her, but I don't know who she is really either. Who is she? Actress. She's actress. actress. She's also been on like the Talk or The View, mm-hmm. one of those shows. Okay, so, shows. She, so is she known as an actress or a talk show host? An actress. Okay, so apparently she went to an Usher concert mm-hmm. in Vegas, mm-hmm. and and from what I've heard, these Usher shows are very, very yes, very sexy. I mean, Usher's a bleh, but you know. he's a bleh. Oh, that's why he was. <laughs> well, Laura, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but. Um, but so so this woman Kiki Palmer is at this show, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she is dressed in like gorgeous. I mean, I thought she looked hot AF, mm-hmm. but apparently her boo went on Twitter and complained that the mother of his children, and I'm just paraphrasing, that is not exactly what you would call dignified sort of dress and behavior, and how dare she go out like that? And she's all over Usher, and so. The, the father, I guess, of the children complained publicly about his famous, because he's apparently not a famous guy. He's, he's, he's her boyfriend. Regular dude, yes. A boyfriend. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. Regular d- boyfriend, but he's, is he the father of the children? Yes, yes. yes. Okay. Baby daddy. So, okay. And he's complaining publicly that she's dressed the way she's dressed, and she's all over Usher the way she is, and it's just not dignified behavior for the mother of his children. And he doubled down, by the way, after that. What yeah. did he do after that? Uh, apparently, this, I'm reading this story right here in USA Today that he went ag- again and he basically just said, I, I, I stand by what I said earlier. So he, he first tweeted out, it's the outfit, though, dot, 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 you a mom. And people thought it was a joke because there's she had been um, there was a clip of her saying, I'm a mother, I'm a mother. Right. So they thought it was like funny, like, oh, she's a mom, but she looks hot or whatever. And then he tweeted something else where it's where he was like, yeah, I'm not for that X, Y, Z. And it was his long post. So people started attacking him saying like, bro, your girl looks bomb AF. Like, why are you mad? Don't be that insecure. Can I just read so a he, second here's tweet? What he, yeah, he, here's what he, what he, when he went, the second tweet he wrote was, we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother to his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others. And he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. Yeah, and then he and then he deleted his account on Twitter because I was going to hit him up like, "Yo, dog, you need to come on the show today. We need to talk this thing out." Because I felt kind of bad for the guy. You know, I mean, really, like he deleted his account because he, the dude got canceled for essentially saying he did not get canceled. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. He, he did. deleted his account because yeah. he didn't like what people were saying right. back at him. Because he was Nobody being attacked. Him. He was being attacked. This yeah, but guy. that's not being canceled. And that's by the way, the same thing. I wish somebody would cut you out use what that George phrase. Just said. You use Booty that phrase cheeks. like. Yeah, you use that phrase like incorrectly. No, it's all right. The time. It's right. He got canceled, this guy. No, he and then he's not. like, you know what? I'm not famous, so I can't be canceled. So guess what I'm going to do? Screw you guys. I'm off Twitter. Okay. Here's what I want to say to this fella, my man. Mm-hmm. I understand you got morals. Maybe you got religious convictions. I can totally understand that. But when your girl looks as good as that girl looked in that outfit, okay, 
I got to say, man, you should celebrate how hot she is. Now, if you're super insecure, like, oh, my God, she's going to Vegas. She's grinding all over Usher. Um, you know, she's going to get all excited and she's going to go sleep with the world. And that really upsets me. Then, OK, I got it. You're insecure, you know. But for me personally, I'd be celebrating those booty cheeks. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So you would you would be OK with Rachel being dressing <laughs> We should hold on. Can we can we get a drop of that of just saying I celebrate those booty cheeks? First we need George saying booty cheeks or whatever he said. And then we need me saying I celebrate. Well I read the booty booty cheeks cheeks portion from the from the tweet. Yes. But the way you read it was so dramatic that if we just pulled out booty cheeks, that would be really good. What do you think about all this, Christopher? What do you make of all this? We are about 36 minutes away yeah. from you and I hitting the Green Cross Red Rooster House in Torrance. <laughs> and our, now it's called hey, the Green Rooster House. If you're going to say it, you, better, don't, you don't mock them. They're, they're no, I've been texting with the great Chris Ward this whole time. He loves the bit, he, he said. He just doesn't know. Okay. He doesn't know the name of the place. The yeah. Green Cross Rooster House. And I told him I want no hookups, no VIP treatment, but you he said nothing. it's not my choice. No. He's giving me the VIP treatment. No. And I said- I got a tour today. And yeah, he said there's the tour- and he said, I told him, I said, well, Kaplan and I are rolling through around 7.30, 7.40. And he said, can't wait to see you, dot, 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 who's Kaplan? <laughs> <laughs> you should have told him, your driver. <laughs> so you should have told no, him. No, he said, I can't wait to see Cappy. He knows Cappy, of course. He knows everybody at the radio station, but I'm he paying did. full price. I don't want no hookups, Jack. You know what you should do? Yeah. You should actually, because a lot of times these stores have like a lot of big sales and stuff. You know, like whatever's on sale, you should say, I don't want the 50% off. I don't want the 20%. Cappy, I like to support our partners. Yeah, I understand. I just appreciate that people are listening to the radio station and love us. They don't need to give me a discount. I agree they don't need to give you a discount. This gentleman wants to give you a discount. No. Not taking it. Don't accept it. No. I need my product. I've got a very specific request that I asked. He said he's got it. He's He's got it. And that's it. Okay. Because I'm so stressed out because of dealing with people like you, Cappy, all day. Is it people like me? Mm-hmm. Or is it me? It's you and others. Okay, because yesterday you were pretty much quitting. I mean, you pretty much were walking down the halls, going, "You people are all gutless, and I'm out of here." We'll see, people. If this, if this is, if anybody from the Mason and Ireland Reddit page is listening, they're going to celebrate that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Penis thumbs is all over. They can't wait for me to right. leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, George, they'll have to throw a parade. Wait, so George, just to be clear, you're leaving for for summer league tonight, mm-hmm. and then when are you back next week? Tuesday. Tuesday. And you're here Tuesday through Friday to play in the softball game? Correct. And then you go back to Summer League. Gosh, he really Correct. is irritated See, with I'm you. See, I'm a detail guy. <laughs> That's what you are, Cappy. See? God, I'm going to need that drink with Trudell tonight for sure. Your ears are going to be burning, Cappy. Oh, yeah. Trudell doesn't like you. Why? No, it's not true. Trudell loves Cappy now. Oh. Now. Now. Now is right. the key word. Yeah. <laughs> but there was a time that he didn't understand Cappy, and now he gets it. Mm-hmm. There was a time Trudell didn't understand me either. Right, but he loves you. Yeah, he loves me now. Was there ever a he time gets he Cappy get now. Was there ever a time he didn't get Sedona? No. No, he and I league. hit it off pretty quick. I mean, we had a one little like thing one time like in a crosstalk, but it was, you know, it was just like fun, spirited stuff. Oh, really? But uh, but no, Trudell and I have always been brothers from another mother very quickly. Oh. Well, I guess that's what happens when you drink pomegranate mimosas on the beach. There you go. With the fam. It uh, is a We're final. done here. This song is our new uh, exit song, so we're done here. Great job, Cappy, Christopher, Funchy, and Laura. We will talk to you mañana. Beto will be in the house for me. See ya.